A grown-up in church, I heard a lot of preachers come and say that faith is a risk. And they will say, it is a greater risk not to walk in faith. Welcome to the Word of Truth radio program. That clip you just heard is from last week's broadcast. You can catch up on the podcast at www.pastorobi.com slash podcast or search for Pastorobi podcast on Spotify, Apple podcast, Google podcast and on your favorite podcast platform. In today's message, Pastor Obi of Activate Church United Kingdom will answer the question, why do bad things happen to good people? Here is Pastor Obi. Today we're looking at one that I think is really, 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 really interesting. You're going to love this one. And I'm trusting God that you're going to catch a revelation that will change and revolutionize your Christian life this evening. Now, growing up in church, I had a lot of preachers come and say that faith is a risk. And they all say, it is a greater risk not to walk in faith. And I'm like, hmm. I thought about it. I'm like, hmm, hmm, makes sense. You know, when you want, when you trust God for something, you are really, really putting a lot of things at stake. You're putting your trust in the Creator. This being, I think, is a risk. You know, my small mind, you know, agreed with them. And to be honest with you. I didn't really think about that, about faith being a risk any further than that. But recently, I started putting some thoughts into it because I started a journey for me personally this year is about the seventh year at about 2015 with the Lord, where he told me that he was going to take me on a journey that a lot of the things I think I know about God will change. And he really told me and advised me to not just take anything I hear on face value. I should go back, dig deep, study, and know him for myself. So that journey began. So recently, I thought about this faith being a risk. And remember, I've been on the journey for seven years or thereabout. And I realized that faith in God is not a risk. And we're going to talk about that today. Sweet Holy Spirit, I ask that you speak to us this evening. Unveil your word to us. Let it come clean, clear, direct. Let it come simple. Tear the veil. Open our eyes. That we might know what your word says. Let our hearts be filled with faith. Let our hearts be filled with belief. Let's leave this evening from service pumped up, knowing that you are able. (laughs) Glory. Hallelujah. Tear thou every stronghold of our minds. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Is faith a risk? Let's start from definitions. I went, looked at Oxford Advanced Learners Dictionary for the definition of risk. And according to the dictionary, it says it is the possibility of something bad happening at some time in the future. A situation that could be dangerous or have a bad result. 
I really want to take say it again and point out the key words in this definition. The possibility there's something bad happening at some time in the future. There's a situation that could be dangerous or have a bad result. I don't know if you're getting it. But it's good, it's on the screen. So I want you to look at that definition well. We've done this study on faith for those that have joined us in this study of faith for the past few months. And see, with the Holy Ghost on your inside, forget your head knowledge or the things you've heard about God or the things you think you know about God in your head, in your heart, in your spirit. Ask the Holy Ghost with the knowledge of the word that you've looked at and have been pointing to your spirit and the revelation I believe that you've caught on faith these past few weeks. Look at the definition on your screen again and see if it aligns with faith. I'll give you a few seconds to do that. You know, what usually happens to us Christians is that we don't take time to pause and think. We don't take time to meditate on the word of God. As that knows that when we spend time meditating on God's word, our eyes will truly open. So he makes us so busy. You know, Christians love <laughs> microwave messages that will excite them. Just give it to us quickly, doctor. Don't let us sit and, and take this in. Let it be fast. Let's just do it. Chop, chop. Let's go. <laughs> he wants something snappy, fast, exciting, and that's it. Where if you truly read just one word from a verse and sit on one word on a verse, your life will change. Trust me. The risk, risk rather, is the possibility that something bad might happen. They say it is a situation that could be dangerous or have a bad result. Now, you can let go of every other thing. You know, something bad happening, blah, blah, blah. When we actually walk in faith, that's not what we're expecting. But see where that ideology and that philosophy that faith is a risk comes in. Is that last part that you will have a bad result. In other words, that the thing you trust God for might not come. That the things you trust God for, that the results that might come if you walk in parenthesis in faith, might not be the result that you want. So hence, they say faith is a risk. That means that they have added probability to faith. So they are saying that whenever you stand in faith, there is a chance that you might get what you trust God for. There is another chance that you might not get what you trust God for. So it's like throwing up a coin. There is a 50-50 chance that you get heads. There is a 50-50 chance that you get tails. So that's exactly how they see faith as. That's why they say that faith is a risk. I'm not going to do an introduction today because I don't want to rush this subject because this is another aspect of faith that has confused believers. 
Because when you have at the back of your mind that faith is a risk, you have already set up yourself to fail. This is one of the major reasons a lot of believers say they were in faith and they didn't get their results. You notice I am putting faith when I talk about it in this aspect in quotes because that is not truly faith. By the time we, are, we end up with this subtopic, you will see that it is not faith. That whatever you think you are functioning with or functioning in is not faith. It's not faith. I'm going to read one verse for you from the wisest man recorded in the Bible. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. A very popular scripture. And I'm reading from the King James Version. The Bible says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And that says, in the next half of that verse, it says, do not lean on your own understanding. The first half is as important as the second half. You just can't take the first half and ignore and neglect the second half. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Whilst trusting in God, he says, do it with all your heart. If they say, do it with some part of your heart, do it with a portion of your heart. He says, do it with all. All means all. When you put in your all into a venture, when you put in all your money and livelihood into an investment, you have absolutely nothing left. All is all. Probably use this word. When you invest your heart in faith, when you put your heart 100%, trusting God, believing God for something, you don't have any portion of your heart left that you can give to chance. So when you trust God with all your heart, guess what? You're all in. <laughs> Ask gamblers what it means to be all in. Whenever they are playing those cards, whatever it's called, poker, whatever, and they believe that they've gotten the right um, flush or whatever it's called, do you know what they usually do? So they get so confident in the cards that they have that they go all in. That means they put in all, they bet all that they have because they're confident <laughs> that the flush or whatever, I don't know what, I, I don't have to play poker, but you guys know, those that play poker, you know what I mean? That the cards they have, nobody else on that table can beat it. So they put faith in the combination of cards they have, then they do what? They go all in. It is the same with faith. When you put all your trust in God, you go all in. When you put all your trust in God, that is faith. And this is what I want to leave you this evening with. Faith is not partial trust in God. Faith is total trust in God. If you are not trusting God totally, you are not in faith. You are in chance. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. I'll say it again. Faith in God is 100%. It is going all in. Anytime you come to God, and you don't go all in, you are not in faith. God knows this about man. That's why he said in Hebrews 11 verse 6, 
that it pleases God that when you come to him, you go all in. God is not pleased that you come to him and you withhold a little bit of your belief. God is not pleased that you come to him and you're a bit skeptical. You're not too sure about this beam. Can I trust him? You're still thinking. You're still between thoughts. God is not pleased. God is only pleased when you come to him all in. When you come to him knowing that he's the only one that can solve that problem. When you come to him knowing that you don't have any other idol. <laughs> that you are giving worship to apart from him. God is that jealous. God doesn't want us to be half-hearted with him. God wants us to be whole-hearted with him. It is the same with faith. When you trust God, he wants you to be all in. That's why he said that based on two immutable things, based on two unshakable things, based on two things that can never fail, the Bible says it is impossible for God to lie. God has given his word to you and he solidified it. He made it so authentic. He ensured that his word would not fail by two things or two ways. Those two ways is number one, the covenant. God cannot lie because of the covenant. God cannot lie, secondly, because of his word. The covenant and his word are the two unshakable things that makes it impossible for God to lie. When you have at the back of your mind and you come to God, you go all in. Knowing that his word will never fail. Knowing that his covenant will never be broken. If he has said it, he will do it. So because he has said it and he has secured it by two immutable things, you better go all in. You better go all in. You don't go half-hearted. I'm an ex-banker. So, I understand a little bit of banking. There is some sort of credit that we usually give in international trade. That if you are trying to import something from a different country, you're trying to buy some goods or other service from a different country, we give a guarantee. It's called a guarantee. And there are different kinds of guarantees. There's an irrevocable, you know, guarantee. There's plenty of them. What is a guarantee? A guarantee is an assurance that this person you're doing business with will fulfill the terms and the conditions of that business as regards the financial aspect of it. Pastor Obi will continue this message next week at the same time on the same channel. He will love to hear from you. Please send him a message on Facebook or Instagram at Pastor Cob. That is Pastor Letter Cob. Follow him on these platforms. Till next week, go succeed, go prosper, for God is with you.